Riverside. Luke Brooks welcoming us to Garage Takes, and I want to welcome everybody tonight. This is a maiden voyage. I uh, was going to actually do this show solo. Brant, my co-host, does not know that I am recording this episode right now. Uh, he is, and I quote, exhausted from work this week, and uh, my guy is tired. And it is uh, it's Friday night. We are late to recording the podcast. Normally we get to this earlier in the week and really wanted to hit on these NFL games and the four matchups that we have this weekend. And the problem is, is that if we wait until tomorrow, we're going to miss the boat on this and getting this out there. So I was going to just go ahead and record this solo, but thank goodness I don't have to because... All the way from the mountains in West Virginia comes the guy that I want to welcome, and that is my buddy Gage, who who is uh, joining me tonight. Gage, can you unmute yourself, man? How are you? Doing good, man. Uh, thanks for having me on. It's uh, you know a uh, year-long dream at this point, so uh, glad to be here. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean you are you are in line bes- behind thousands <laughs> that wanted to join the show, but. Yeah, you are you're, you're in on it tonight, man. And Gage, uh, while while he's a a West Virginia boy, lives in uh, lives in Virginia. What is the uh, what's the weather like? Give me a little forecast of Alexandria, Virginia, right now, because I can tell you that in Michigan, it's it's cold. Um, yeah, I mean, currently, you know, as the sun goes down here, it, it definitely gets chilly, but I will say I, I have to brag. I think yesterday was 60 degrees and, uh, today was in the fifties again. So heat wave over here on the East coast. Wow. 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 Yeah. You guys just live differently <laughs> over there. That's awesome, man. Um, and, and for those of you that, uh, that don't know as well, um, Gage is a diehard 49ers fan, and I know that anybody who who listens to Garage Takes know that Brant and I are both uh, diehard Cowboys fans. Both, I mean, one thing I'll say about Gage and that's um, the the same as as Brant and I is we are we're very pessimistic sports fans. So you're not going to hear a lot of trash talking between any of us because we just strongly believe that our teams are not good enough to ever win anything. So it will be interesting as we get into that Cowboys Niners game at the. Uh, at the end, um, and Gage, I don't know. I'm hearing a little popping sound yep. over there. You got any pop? You got any little popping it's a, sound? It's probably going all on? on my end. Just uh, with uh, with my old 1980s chair that I'm sitting in. I'm sure it creaks as I. Dude, I love it. This is going to add. Uh, this is perfect. Good. I just wanted to make sure that we that we are on the same page and uh, and and we're ready to rock here. So. All right, man. Um, Brant, when you wake up, man, you are going to see the first uh, published Garage Takes episode without you on it, and I'm just going to apologize in advance, but I think Gage is just going to do this thing justice. So let's uh, let's hop right into this, man. So opening up this, uh, this weekend here on Saturday, first game, we've got the Jags 
at the Chiefs, Gage, and the Chiefs, the spread on this game is, I mean, it's a, it's big. Uh, they've got Chiefs at minus eight and a half points. Um, don't know if you caught that Jags game last week. Let's uh, let's start there. Did yeah, you happen I, to catch caught, that one? Uh, it was one of those where I was probably like a lot of people watching the game until halftime, and you know, you start to see a little bit of a spark from the, the Jag, just very much so at the end, and you're like, ah, they're not really going to do this, but, you know, it's out of reach, and then you probably tune out. You know, for those who go walk around with their kids or do something, you came back and you looked and you're like, oh, well, look at this. We got a game. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Yeah. Sunshine, sunshine. Trevor Lawrence just came back. I mean, and, and I mean, for anybody who watched the beginning of that game, it was like, historically bad. I mean, Trevor Lawrence threw like four interceptions before halftime. I'm pretty sure it was, it was really bad. Um, I, I stopped watching the game and I was definitely one of those that checked the box score just to see how it ended up. And like, wait, what, what, what just happened? So the Jacks pull out a, pull out a miracle um, against the chargers. They sent, they send the uh, chargers packing, but now they travel to Kansas city, uh, Probably you could call them the the Super Bowl favorites, maybe the AFC favorites uh, up there with the Bills. Uh, Gage, what do you what do you have here? You think the the Chiefs are able to cover eight and a half points? You taking the Jags uh, with the the eight and a half? So what I'm do you probably going to be pretty boring on this one, but uh, you know, Mahomes Mahomes is I think gonna. Uh... Oh. I, I, I always wondered if I'd get yeah, one of so I, I like it. off the list. Uh, no, yeah. he, he, he is one of those guys <laughs> who is just like a, uh, he's like a well-oiled machine. He's, you know, I, I don't know. The, the Jags have a great defense. They do a good job of applying pressure. And I saw some bogus stat earlier that Mahomes is like the best when he doesn't have pressure, which, which NFL quarterback wouldn't be great if he didn't have pressure. So, uh, but this guy, he's he's pretty. You know, right, they love their dump right. offs. They love their long ball. They get, they've got a mix of it all. I I honestly think that the Chiefs win. I think they win. What I'm going to call relatively easy. I think they get a lead and they coast. And I'd probably put them. You know, easily. I think easily up of the eight and a half. I, I think that, I think they're winning by eleven, thirteen ish. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you, dude. I I really. I don't think the Jags are good. I, I think I said that last week when they were playing the Chargers, and I still feel that way after watching that game. I, I think they they're a team to keep your eye on um, in the in the future. I mean, there's a boatload of potential there. I make fun of Trevor Lawrence, but guy's obviously very good and um, has been pretty hyped up since he was in high school. So, um, with all that being said, yeah, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs at home. Eight and a half points. It's a big spread. I don't like big spreads in the NFL, but this one doesn't seem big enough. I'll take the I'll take the Chiefs. I take an alternate spread on this. I think they win by two touchdowns or more. Um, I, I really think that the uh, the Chiefs are are, are going to roll here. So I'm right there with you, man. How about the Giants? So, geez, first of all, as a Cowboys fan, here I am looking at the garbage NFC East that it gets made fun of every year. And in the uh, the final four teams right now in the NFC, three of the four are NFC East teams. So you've got an NFC East showdown um, with the Giants. Brian Dabble's done an outstanding job with that team. Danny Dimes seems to have found a sign of life where I thought there was no sign of life. And they travel to Philly. 
Um, Philly's got Jalen Hurts back, and the Eagles uh, are at minus seven and a half points. Well, so, so, what do you think is going to happen here? No, in this this, one, this this one is uh, you know they start to get trickier, and actually to your NFC East point, even the Commanders almost made it in too. You almost had your entire <laughs> your entire crew in that playoffs if if they just had a functioning you know half of a quarterback. Um, yeah, wild. But, uh, no, I mean, really, is what I see with this one is um, this is <laughs> yeah. probably one of the ones where I think most people are saying the Eagles are a lock. I'll tell you, the Eagles played the Giants the week, um, the last week of the season, and the Giants basically ran out their practice squad, and I think they lost mm-hmm. by a touchdown. And the Eagles ran out their A squad. They, they threw out their main team. Jalen Hurts was back after an injury; he needed reps, and the Eagles kind of eked by and. Uh, so I think this is a sneaky one. I, I still honestly, I think you'd be foolish to say that the Eagles don't win. I wouldn't be surprised if the Giants do, but I think it's a close one. I, so I think it's closer than that that seven and a half. Okay. All right. So you're going to take the Giants at plus seven and a half. And Gage, we're two for two. I'm right there with you. I think anytime you pull a you know divisional game like this it's bound to be a a close hard fought game these teams know each other well um, they've obviously played against each other twice whether it was starters or not starters and i i think that this is going to be a close game i think philly fans are going to be scared for a minute um, i i think i think the eagles probably edge this one out um, but you know we we haven't seen Jalen Hurts do his thing yet in the playoffs, um, and so you know this is uh, we're gonna we're gonna find out, um, and, and so we'll uh, we'll see. I do think that the Giants. I, I don't think the Giants are good. I, I've said that all year. Like I, I really don't think that they are a good team. Not just because I'm a Cowboys fan. I I don't think they're a good team. I think they're. They're like a, a notch ahead of how I felt about the Vikings. Like the Vikings were a team all year that just had like a really good record. I'm like, yeah, but they're they're actually not a good team. Um, so I kind of have felt like that about the Giants. However, the Giants have gotten better as of late, and they are they're kind of like at that point where I'm like, eh, it's kind of a team I don't really want to play. So um, I don't love that game if I'm the the Eagles. I do think they edge it out, but um, I'm with you, Gage. I will take the Giants plus seven and a half. And that moves us into the Sunday slate of games. And as I like to say, once the JV is done on Saturday, they bring out the varsity on Sunday. So on Sunday, varsity matchup number one is a game I'm probably most excited for just in terms of a a, a matchup itself. And that would be the Cincinnati Joe Burrow-led Bengals traveling to Buffalo against the Bills. The Bills minus Five Man. and a half. You know, Gage, you, you, you and I think? were talking. So five and a half is obviously one uh, that you're asking the question specifically about. But I will say, I think what's more interesting is the points on this one, because um, I think they had it at 49. I don't know a soul that was that would take these two teams at under 49. Mm-hmm. Um, now watch. Now watch me just you know in open mouth and insert foot here when the game happens yeah. and we'll get some yep. sort of like you know. Coldy snow, cold snowy game where it's like you know a Niners Packers thirteen to nine type game or something. Um, but no, I watching the Bills play last week, and I, right. I, my brother and my dad right. are huge Bills fans. Uh, much like me, they're also very awful fans of a team where they 
they were just like, oh, they gave this one away. They were trying to give it away and all this. And they just looked bad versus the Dolphins. Um, you know. Yep. And so, yeah. Which we'll get, we'll get into the they Niners. They sure did. Third-string quarterback soon enough. But and the Dolphins. They ran out yeah. of third-string quarterback for Miami who didn't have any other real game experience or very minimal. So And the Bills just looked bad. And it wasn't even so much that their defense got ripped up, but Josh Allen looked bad, I thought. Um, foolish throws, late throws, and all this. But basically, you know, without you know, without taking up mm-hmm. your time and mm-hmm. everyone's time, I think to answer your question is, I want the Bills to win, so I think I'm going to I'm going, and especially with the way that their season ended last year, I just feel for them. I still want the Bills to win. I'll take the Bills. It's an emotional pick, which means it's probably a wrong pick. Um, but I, I think I think it's closer. I think it, it's. Closer than a five and a half, so I think I think I think it's down <laughs> yeah. to a one a one point or a field goal. All right, so you're you're going to take Cincy plus five and a half. I'm going to do the same. Um, so now we're three for three. So now I'm really concerned, man. We're locking step. Um, right, we we got to mix it up and disagree on something, but. Oh, so the the Bills, you know, for those that listen to the uh, you know, the podcast religiously, you know that my my pick before the playoffs, even before the season started, where the Bills, I just I'm a big Josh Allen fan. I I like the Bills, you know, Bills Mafia. They're kind of like obnoxious but in a cool way, not like obnoxious like Philly fans or, you know, they're they're, they're different. They're they're a different breed. So, um I just like the I like the team and I and I felt like after what tragically happened to Demar Hamlin I I felt like that story and just like the emotion behind that team you know they've all got the number three gold pendants they're going to be wearing this weekend I I know people will say that it has nothing to do with the actual football game I just think stuff like that goes a long way, especially when you're trying to grasp at straws and try to find some extra source of uh, motivation. <laughs> I think that that puts the Bills over the top. However, however, I really feel like Joe Burrow is a different type of dude, and I will not be surprised at all if the Bengals come out and win this game. I I think that the Bills are clearly – I don't want to say clearly. That's probably not fair. I, I think the Bills are the better team. Um, they will be at home. I think that will be helpful here. But Joe Burrow, Joe Cool is – he is just like a different type of dude. He's like that – I don't want to say Tom Brady-esque, but he's just kind of – he's not going to get rattled. The, no moment is too big for him. I mean, you saw him take the Bengals – to the Super Bowl last year. I'm going to say that again. The Bengals to the Super Bowl last year. Lions fans, you can appreciate what that meant to to everybody in Cincinnati because the Bengals have not been good for, for a very long time. I mean, the last time they got excited about their team was like Carson Palmer, which was gross. So I, I, I just think that uh, this is – a danger, danger trap game right now for Buffalo. I'm not happy if the, uh, about this this matchup, but I I'm wanting them to win just like you, Gage. I will, uh, you know, if 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 Scott if Scott is a fan of the Bills, then consider me a fan of the Bills. So I am 
I'm all in on the Bills, but plus five and a half all day, I think. This one's going to be a very close game. I think this game, I mean, Gage mentions, uh, you know, you felt for Josh Allen last year, right? Again, anybody that watches football remembers that game against the Chiefs, and it was, like, historically good and exciting. One of the best games I think I've ever watched, and it – it was awesome, and I just have a feeling that this game could be very similar to that type of a game where it's just back and forth, back and forth. It's Burrow against Allen, Allen against Burrow, and I think it comes down to who has the ball last. And no, you got to see I hope with it's that Buffalo, one, uh, but I tell you what, I don't hate I the Bengals one either. Is, you mentioned um, my dad so, and the Bills. One you know, of his we'll, favorite uh, sayings again we'll, being we'll a see what pessimistic Bills one. fan is. Bills stands for boy, I love losing Super Bowls. Um, Back when he was just watching Jim Kelly, <laughs> the, the old dad jokes, uh, watching Jim Kelly, you know, go to, to back to back, to <laughs> potentially back and lose all of them. Uh, I love but, that. Uh, no, the second thing I want to throw, Dave, just kind of a curveball out of nowhere I came up with as you're talking about your uh, kind of your love for Joe Burrow, which, um, you know, oddly enough, I'm youngest of three boys. One's a Bills fan. I'm a Niners fan. And my the middle son, Joel, is a. Uh, he's a Steelers fan, so he hates everyone in that division. Um, but no, my, my, my question to you slash prop bet is what do you take on, uh, if I had to throw uh, sacks on Burrow yeah, uh, and I, yeah, put, and I yeah. put a number at yeah, four and a half, what, what are you taking for that? Yeah. I'm t- I'm taking the over because they, unfortunately, exactly. as much yeah. as they love Joe Burrow, they don't mind sending him out there to the slaughterhouse to get killed. And they just, ho- I mean, they've tried to address the line. They have in, in, in various ways, but it's still not good. And, I mean, luckily for him, you know, Von Miller's been out. Um, you know, they've got, they've got some injuries back there on that defense. But four and a half. Yeah, I, I can I can see them getting after Joe Burrow, but the thing is, man, if like a lot of yep. quarterbacks that are getting hit and knocked down like that, you're like, that's the difference maker. With him, it's like, I mean, that dude took like nine sacks in a game before and goes out and wins. Like, it, it's just he's built he's built different. He's a guy you want on your team. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I I I'm a I'm a big I'm a big fan. So, all right, last but certainly. Not least, Gage. I went into last week as very, very pessimistic, and I said that I no way would take the Cowboys to to uh, win that game. I think they were favored by like two and a half or three and a half, something like that. And I said, no way, give me Tom Brady and the uh, the points. And I was pleasantly surprised that that was literally the best game I've ever seen <laughs> Dak Prescott play. And you know what? Normally I'll say, like, Dak is going to Dak, and that's not a compliment. Like, when it comes to big games and big moments, like, I'll just I'll just rewind it back to last year. Cowboys, Niners in the playoffs. Cowboys, Dak taking the Cowboys down the field. Marching them down. They need a touchdown. I think they were down six points, if I remember correctly. They obviously need a touchdown and an extra point to win, which, you know, an extra point is certainly not a given in the Cowboys world these days. But he marches them down, and dude takes off on a run up the middle, and time expires as he's trying to spike the ball. And 
and, and that was like, and I know it was like, quote unquote, controversial, like the play clock and this and that. Bottom line is like, I just felt like that way to end the Cowboys season was just so Cowboys and so Dak. And I love Dak. I do. I, I love Dak Prescott. Um, great dude, charismatic, good leader. Um, but man, I, uh, I, I don't. I don't always see the uh, the it factor with him. So um, anyway, he played the game of his life last week, which was which was exciting. And um, Tom Brady got absolutely destroyed, obliterated, which was nice to see. And the Niners did what the Niners needed to do. They took care of business, and now. The um, Cowboys have to travel to San Francisco. Last year, San, or the Niners had to travel to the Cowboys in the playoffs, but uh, we are traveling to San Francisco. So, and I think I'm losing you, Gage. So it looks like you're you're frozen. I'll shoot you a text real real quick. Um, I don't know if you. Yeah. All right. Hopefully we get Gage back. He's dipped out. Hopefully he can come back and join, especially for 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 this game. So. Last year, like I, as I'm recapping, heartbreaking loss for for the Cowboys. Um, I have, I just don't have faith in this team. I I don't have faith in Mike McCarthy. Uh, I I know that the Cowboys looked terrific last week, and some people, you know, may even actually be believing in the Cowboys. I am not. I don't. I won't believe it till I see it, and. The Cowboys will be traveling to the Niners, and there are three-and-a-half-point underdogs. So what I will be doing, and hopefully Gage will be able to join us back in a, in a second because I really do want to know what he's going to take on this game, but I am going to take the Niners to cover three-and-a-half, and just because I don't have faith in the Cowboys, that's one thing. And the second thing is, I want to be two for two on good luck of betting against the Cowboys, and then they pleasantly surprise me. So my hope is that they prove me wrong yet again, and they go and and, and get themselves a, a, a win. But I don't – like when I look at this game at face value, I mean the Niners are one of the hottest teams in the – not just the NFC but in the NFL um, – this Brock Purdy thing is is um, quite the storyline, right? Like he is uh, Mister Irrelevant, which is the 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 title they give to the the last draft pick of the NFL draft in the seventh round. That was Brock Purdy uh, this pat this past year, and so he's in his rookie season. You have Trey Lance. Goes down early. It was supposed to be his year, and then Jimmy Jimmy G steps in again uh, to be the 49ers, you know, kind of savior of the season, and he's doing a great job. And then he, I believe, like breaks his ankle or his foot or something like that. And then it seemed like you know it's all spiraling out of control. Especially that was you know, and then they had made the trade for uh, Christian McCaffrey, and um, Brock Purdy steps in, and you're, you're you're waiting for this thing to just just tank and he is just an absolute an absolute baller so i man it, it is hard for me oh hey there you are gage i made it back it was good to see you man I all right 
I wish I was taking the call from my garage or outside because, you know, having an iPhone 8, uh, apparently it overheats by using a video <laughs> chat. So, <laughs> Jeez. Look at that. What, a, what, is, what is this, 2015? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you know, sadly, it may even be older. Um, but I, I threw it in the freezer for a couple minutes, and here we are. Dude, it's it's good. It's good. That is amazing. <laughs> that is absolutely amazing. Well, what I was saying, man, is so – I did talk about the uh, the spread. So yep. the the spread is the the, the Niners uh, minus three and a half points. I placed my bet, and that would be um, the Niners to cover three and a half points. Um, I think they're one of the hottest teams in the NFL. And what I what I shared with the uh, the listeners while you were gone was. Um, I picked against the Cowboys last week and it went really, really well. So I'm going to continue my sports pessimism and I'm going to hope that they prove me wrong. But I don't, I don't see it happening. So give me your, uh, give me your bet real quick, Gage, and I'm going to catch you up on the conversation I was just having about just uh, the Cowboys cor- or the uh, Niners quarterback situation and kind of breaking this game down. So what do you think? Yep. In terms of the spread. Well, quick, the quick answer for you. And then one little anecdotal thing, because it seems to be my jam, I have to throw something out there. <clears throat> but uh, I actually, I would actually take, so again, it, I don't know how to phrase this technically for the betting terms, but I would take yeah. Dallas winning, but I, they win by less than three and a half. So I think Dallas wins by like, you know, one or three. I think it's a close one. Okay, but you think they win the game. I think Dallas wins the game. Oh, okay. Man, that's, Gage, no, do not... Don't do not do not give that type of confidence to this team. I swear. Well, do not. Don't bring those bad vibes over here. We've had we've had our uh, we've had our conversations, you know, uh, just in general about our teams. So yeah, the the one thing I was going to throw at you is I did read something earlier that said um, the the bold prediction. It was like you know CBS. It was some streamlined CBS or ESPN. They said bold prediction is. Cowboys win by a field goal by a 47 yard field goal. Um, That's unlikely because, because <laughs> of what happened last week. No, that, so, wouldn't like, that just be the perfect storyline? Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. That's what it was. So, but yeah, Got it. no, so that's, Dude, that's so, my, that was my quick answer for you. All right. All right. So you're taking the, the Cowboys. Um, I'm taking the Niners. Yep. And how, it's almost predictable that we would have gone, we would have gone that way, but, but, what I was saying, Gage, right before you were able to join back on is I was just kind of like talking through the Niners season, which was, you know, this was supposed to be the year of, of Trey Lance. Oh. Trey Lance gets hurt right away. Jimmy G comes in once again to kind of be the the savior of the, the 49ers. Does a really good job. I mean, keeps saying par for, par for the course, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then... You know, they make the trade for, for Christian McCaffrey. That's a huge trade, and you're like, whoa, man, him in that offense. And, I mean, God, he's totally – what what isn't that – what's that like, Gage, to have Christian McCaffrey back there and have Elijah Mitchell as like another – oh, and Debo Samuel. Oh, and Brandon Ayuk. I mean, oh, and George, George Kittle. Kittle. Like, you just – the rich get richer, man. But yeah. <laughs> they make that trade and then, you know, insert Brock Purdy after Jimmy G – goes down and I mean Mr. Irrelevant himself is having himself not just like a a good year like he kind of kept things afloat I mean he's played really really well so um is Brock Purdy I guess here's my question for you Gage 
speaking of the Niners, is Brock Purdy so take like into next year, right? Mm-hmm. How do you so let's just say Brock Purdy wins this game, gets them to the NFC Championship. Now, whether they win or lose that, whatever, gets them to the NFC Championship clearly shows not only was he good to wrap up the regular season, but he can win playoff games. Do you go back to Trey Lance after that? Because Jimmy G's gone, right? Would you agree? Yeah. He's, oh, he's gone at this point. They, there's no need with Brock Purdy stepping in the way he has. Definitely at this point. I mean, Jimmy Jimmy did the team a service. He he came back. He They owed him a good chunk of money, and he did a restructure kind of thing. And he came back for this year for like $2 million or something, or something minor, I forget. Um, yeah. When it was like, you know, upwards of $20 million, which is why no one traded for him. So he's definitely out. They won't offer him something else like that again. Um, Got it. And he could go start somewhere. I mean, Jimmy would do fine, and heck, he'd do great in Pittsburgh. You know, mm-hmm. um, he he could go somewhere where they have. Uh, I don't think he wants to back up. And there are some teams, uh, Oakland. There are some teams that that are going to want a quarterback and someone that can manage. He's he's very Alex Smith game manager, with a yeah. couple more turnovers than what you'd really want. But ultimately, yeah, Jimmy's gone. So to kind of go, I think to to your point, which is you know. What do you, what did the Niners do with Brock? What did the Niners do with Trey? Um, which also still brings me back, you know, really being linked into the Niners connection is the Niners tried to get rid of that uh, when they traded when they when they drafted Trey Lance, they tried to trade that pick to get Aaron Rodgers. Um, right, and Aaron right. Rodgers had been told he was going to San Francisco back home, excited, and then Green Bay's GM said, "Just kidding, come on back." Oh no. Unfortunately, right, right as Gage is. Oh, wait, there you are. You're back. I thought your phone overheated again. It didn't. I I clicked it just to make sure it didn't. Uh, But you froze making a a goofy face. I wasn't sure if it was just you. Oh, boy. Come back, connection. All right. There you are. I I can see you, man. This is perfect, man. This This is what it's all about. It's got to be. You're not getting any audio editing. We don't care if the show's a mess. It's choppy. You got a little poppy noise in the background. We don't care. Turn it up in your headphones. Enjoy it. This is what authentic radio sounds like. Um, but That's what no, we're continue. To do. Ma- yeah, make your point though about uh, the the uh, Brock Purdy versus Trey Lance thing. Yeah, I think I think the last thing that I'll that I'll say is Trey has such a small sample size that this is legitimately a coach decision where you're going to hear, and Shanahan is very historically close hold, he says this is going to be whoever wins it in training camp. God. So I, is he he friends with Jim Harbaugh by chance? Because that is yeah. that is the Harbaugh way right Funny there. enough, that it's was a meritocracy. or one of his <laughs> I know. predecessors. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, yeah that that'll be that that'll be interesting. I mean, I I think some some things to keep an eye on in this game here, and then we can then we can certainly wrap up and get on out of here. Is I think you know Micah Parsons is is a beast. I think he you know it will be interesting to see if Dallas can get pressure on Brock Purdy, how he reacts in a, in a really a big time game. They're favorites. They're at home. Um, what does he do under true duress? I mean, you saw it. I mean, the Tampa Bay's offensive line is trash, so that's not a good good comparison. But I mean, Tom Brady was was seeing ghosts, and when Dallas is going off like they did, you know, last week, they're they're tough. And and Micah Parsons, I mean, throw two on him. Throw. I mean, he's gonna get after the the, the quarterback and. Um, 
I'll be curious to see how Purdy does. Now, the thing about the Niners is they have not only just the talent, but they've got the good play calling too. Like Kyle Shanahan just has it. He has that. So like the dude's going to game plan. I think he's a better coach than Mike McCarthy. I know he's a better coach than Mike McCarthy, which is why I just think coaching matters so much in these playoffs, especially when you get to this point. Wild card round, that's one thing. Getting to this divisional round, that's a whole nother ball game. And Shanahan's just proven that he can do it. Mike McCarthy hasn't outside of, you know, when Aaron Rodgers was his quarterback. So I I don't have a I don't have a ton of confidence. But I I do think on the flip side of that, you talk about Dak Prescott who had the game of his life last last week. This what we haven't talked about, Gage this Niners defense is ferocious and they, they don't give up a lot of points. And so I, it's the same question for me that I have about Brock Purdy. It's the same question about Dak Prescott. Dak doesn't do good when he is under a ton of pressure normally. Now last week, their old line played great. They lost Jason Peters partway through that game. That old line's a little, got a little dinged up. Um, but if he's under pressure, Man, Dak is—he's a different—he's a different quarterback. So, what do you see happen? Like, who do you see winning in the trenches on that side of the ball? You think the Niners are going to continue to kind of do their yeah, thing? Yeah. So, I mean, I think the Niners—the Niners are known for their defense. They're known for their big guys. They're, and and this year, um, and honestly, uh, probably this year and a little bit of last year, they're known for a little bit more of defensive backs. They spent some money on some defensive backs. So, but specifically the trenches. You've got to deal with Nick Bosa, and I think you made a, you made a good point about injuries. Yeah. And I was going to say the same thing, which was the Niners lost uh, Greenlaw temporarily last week for a little quick injury. He came back. At this point of the playoffs, you're not talking about everyone's healthiest of players, the best of their players. You're now someone gets dinged up and goes in. So <clears throat> I think who wins the trenches? I, I'd love to say that the Niners do. And Nick Bosa is a scary physical specimen you know he's J- young jj watt-esque looking you know where no one can yeah, contain him so sure is. you'd love to see that uh it took them until the second half to do it last week against the seahawks um and i think if they wait to the second half against the cowboys the cowboys have the ability at that point to really <clears throat> strike first with kind of pollard you know he can be explosive and the niners can let some def- they can let some backs get out of the backfield and really put some points up on them uh if they aren't if if they if they're missing a linebacker if a linebacker's a little bit hurt or something to that effect so um, yeah for sure yeah i i i I completely agree that's i appreciate the breakdown too of them because i think it's going to be i i do think that this is going to be a close game i know i'm tossing out pessimism on uh you know the, the Niners are just easily going to win. I, I'd like to think that this will be a close game. I think it – I mean, they're, the Cowboys and Niners yep. historically do have a rivalry if you ever watch the football in the 90s, right? So, like, th- yeah, this is – you know, it runs deep between these two fan bases. I think, uh, you know, the Niners got the better, the better end of the Cowboys last year. The Cowboys – I'm sure want to uh, to avenge that that loss. We'll have to to see. My confidence <laughs> level is zero, but um, gauges you have confidence I mean, in the Parsons, in, in the Cowboys. Know, who so can count we, him uh, out? Like you, you love what that guy does. Now he he they have seemed right. to neutralize him, but you and Brock Purdy. I mean, he's done great, but there's been a couple plays because I watch them a lot more. 
he's had a couple. His stats don't show as poor as they should have. He's he's hit three defensive backs in the chest that have dropped picks of his. And so, yeah. yeah. I, Trayvon Diggs one drop. I've got both of those guys in individual man. fantasy leagues where I just love to see those players go in dynasty leagues. Yeah. Them. Yep. Yep. For sure, man. Well, hey. Yeah, I cannot thank you enough for uh, for hopping in here and um, stepping in as Brant, you know, had to had to catch up on his uh, on his beauty sleep. But um, this has been this has been awesome and a great time. And I gotta gotta get you back on here once Brant is in here and uh, you know have you on the show. We had Pat on the show a couple weeks ago, which was uh, which was a lot of fun too. But um, appreciate you stepping in and for everybody that is uh that's still made it with us to this point make sure that you if you haven't done so already make sure you like follow subscribe to the podcast leave us a five-star review a positive comment goes a long way we greatly appreciate it and we will be with you next time talking about uh the uh the nfc championship the afc championship and probably the uh the dumpster (laughs) fire of drama going on in ann arbor right now so um yes we we've we've got a lot to lot to cover then but uh until until next time we'll catch you all soon gage appreciate you brother powered by riverside 